Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Venti Ice Queers podcast. Hello. Where today we will be discussing unpopular opinions. My favorite. Oh my gosh. We were going to do some bullshit BuzzFeed list of their unpopular opinions, but we decided that opinions on the temperature of ketchup and obvious detractions of things that nobody likes was pretty lame. It was pretty lame. Not quite juicy enough. <laughs> so instead, Tyler and I both came up with our own unpopular opinions lists that we would like to share with you this episode. So, if there's any Karens listening, no, we don't have a manager that you can talk to. Yeah, and uh, Trump supporters, go ahead and clutch your MAGA hats and say three Hail Marys to Ronald Reagan or whatever it is you do. And basic bitches... If something offends you, then it's probably true. Yeah. So go fix your eyebrows and make sure they match your personality. Still fake. And let's get into it. Alrighty. Okay. So who goes first? Tyler, would you like to go first? Yes, I would love to go first. Because I just love unpopular opinions. I love complaining about things that I don't like. It's fun. Excellent. Yes. Okay. So number one, wine culture. Wine so here's the thing it's those people that act like it's the end of the world if they don't have a glass of wine at the end of the day i need a glass of wine like they they like their life depends on it and you know like i get it every now and then that's fine but if that's your life is just like wine every night and then you have those i love you had me at merlot pillows on your couch and you have, like, wine, like, jargon and, like, memes everywhere in your apartment. Done. No. Right. <laughs> I hate it. It's and I, stupid. And I feel like it's something weird that you are proud about. Yeah. It's like, why are you proud that you drink why wine? Why are you proud that you're an alcoholic? Like, yeah. You know, like, yeah. you're going to be one, okay, but... Like, oh, oh wine be... is just... I love wine so much. And then, even at work, I don't know if you ever experienced this, but coworkers would be like... Oh, we're gonna get um our boss, you know, some wine. Do you have any recommendations? Like, but what do you drink? And I'm like, I don't, none. I don't drink, <laughs> I don't drink yeah. wine. I don't drink at all. Period. And it's like, I don't. No, I don't have any recommendations for you. Sorry. Yeah, there's not enough wine in the world to fill the void in your life. Exactly. Words to live by. Confucius yeah. Joe. <laughs> so that is mine. First one. Okay. okay. What's your first one? Good Joy? one. My first one. Laugh track sitcoms suck. I hate nearly all of them. Uh, Friends, Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother. They, I hate them all. My only exceptions are Golden Girls, I Love Lucy, Fresh Prince Bel Air, and uh, more or less All in the Family. But because I, I I feel like there's a charm to it where they're not trying to be too funny. It just it's kind of more organic. But these super scripted shows like Friends and, oh my god, Jerry, you put him in the dishwasher. Ha ha ha. And then there's a laugh track and to make it sound funny. You know, the jokes are terribly written but oh executed god. like they're hilarious. And yeah, I just hate I that. I never really got into that. Like, my coworkers, they love Friends. They love How I Met Your Mother. And I just, like, I don't I, I can't. I can you know, like. It. One example I have is, so, Modern Family. We love that show, right? Yeah, I love Modern Family. Imagine if they had a laugh track. That would be weird. That would ruin it all. It would. It doesn't need a laugh track, because it's already funny. It doesn't need to convince you that it's funny. It's already funny. You don't need a fucking laugh track. No, you don't. So that is how I feel about laugh tracks. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Well, I I feel the same. I feel way too passionate about this. (laughs) (laughs) We just started. Okay, well, let's... How about I move to the next one? So okay, don't all right, talk all right. I'll let me cool down while okay. you get on okay. that. Okay, okay. Have my coffee. So number two okay. for me, cancel culture. Okay. But this is like a newer thing. It hasn't always been around, but cancel culture. So it's like, it's like bringing up something that you did in the past to like ruin you or to like mm-hmm. to make you a bad person because you know no one has made mistakes in their life. Yeah. No one has, you know, everyone's always just been perfect. And if you weren't perfect, oh, you're canceled. Yeah. Everything about you is done. And it's it's really, like, a lot of it is very arbitrary. Like, if, if there was something in your past that said you were, like, the leader of the clan, I could get that. But a lot of it is 
just like a lot of it is just really they dumb said stuff. they said something stupid on twitter like 10 years ago yeah and when, now they're like, canceled when like okay if you had a twitter when you were like a teenager what would you have said on your twitter yeah, lots of, oh I, I, those whole like <laughs> facebook memories even like two years ago i'm like oh god like, why do uh, you say that uh, stupid, imagine being stupid, stupid, stupid. held to every single thing you said yeah, it's just, it's done that if we don't like somebody so much to the point that we're willing to dig and hope we find something that will make us not feel guilty for liking them. I, I agree. It's, it, it's, it's really dumb. I think it's really dumb and I really wish that hopefully that it just doesn't happen anymore in the future. But here's hoping. Okay. How about you? All right. My number two. Um, well, Domino's sucks. Yeah, it Almost does. just about as much as Laugh Track sitcoms. <laughs> I just... So here's the thing. Every pizza chain has at least one or two things going for them. You know, like uh, Papa John's is known for really good sauce. Yeah. And... I like Papa John's. You know, even Little Caesars, they're not... They're not great at any one thing. They're just okay at everything. Yeah. But it's okay. It's good for the value. Yeah. For $5, like, sure, it's good. You know, round table, they're expensive as shit, but I love their crust. Um, yeah. And then there's those hole-in-the-wall independent pizza chains yeah. that take really Hipster good pride in either the chains. crust or the cheese or whatever the case is. Domino's manages to fuck all that up. Yeah. Every single thing. The crust sucks, the sauce sucks, the cheese sucks. I don't get... The, it's amazing how they manage to suck at all of it. And you know what's funny? I, I classify Domino's as that pizza that, like, a newly divorced dad, like, orders when you visit his apartment. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> got hey, you dad, Domino's. Got pizza. It's always <laughs> like, Domino's, right? And then you just hate your dad even more. Yeah, and you're like, oh, great. No wonder mom divorced you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you got awful taste in pizza. <laughs> oh, my God. And, yeah, so you deserve that. She deserves half the house because of your taste in pizza. Yeah. Um, that sucks. Oh, that went deep and dark. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so... All in all, they just, it's like calling up the city and saying, hey, next time you guys are rounding up trash, just go ahead and come to my house and just dump it in my mouth. <laughs> that is what ordering from Domino's is like. Okay. Seems like I need you're- to, I need to calm bit, down again. You're, you're a little bit more passionate about yours than mine. Okay. I'm very passionate about yours. All right. Pizza. So I guess, you know, next, mine next is actually pretty passionate. So number three, green bean casserole is disgusting. Disgusting. Oh, shit. It is, no, it is disgusting. Okay, it is disgusting. I'm sorry that everyone that brings their green bean casserole to Thanksgiving, it's just gross. I I'm don't not like sorry. it. No, it is gross. My mom makes it, and I'm sorry, mom, but it's gross. I don't like it. So, it's unappetizing. Sorry. It's unappetizing. Can't... <laughs> Oh my god. Canned green beans with a can of mushroom soup poured over stale onions on top. Like, just ew. Yeah. It's disgusting. I mean, for me, like, if I'm hungover and it's in the fridge, I don't mind it. Oh, no. Mm -mm. It has that shitty quality to it. You know, like a bad movie <sighs> that you still like. Yeah, but you know, I feel like that's kind of uh -uh. green bean casserole to me. Like, no, okay, it's like green bean casserole. Just the canned green beans are the reason why I don't like green beans for so long. And then when I had fresh green beans, I'm like, you know what? It was the fucking canned green beans. Yeah, what? Yeah, I'll agree with that. Like it's disgusting. When Ooh. I eat it, I I'm like, oh, okay, some crunchy onions and soup. Okay, I can get. But then as soon as a canned green bean, like, oh fuck. Ew. <laughs> like, that Ew. just got in there. Okay. And, yeah. All right. I feel you. <laughs> All right. Well, what a great segue into my third one. I can't believe how that... Um, so, my third one, kids don't like vegetables because parents don't cook them well. Word. Preach. Yeah. Uh, get, I want to get that tattooed. I can't count how many times mom... Love you, mom, but Jesus Christ... Just nuke a bag of vegetables in the microwave <laughs> or dump out a can of green beans and then have the nerve to say, go ahead and eat these. Are you going to fucking eat that? No, no, I don't think so, right? I didn't eat the green bean casserole. But here's the thing. Vegetables don't have to be gross. No. Have you ever had curry? Curry's oh, amazing. You can put any, you can put curry on anything. And yeah. I, and I you'll, eat it. you wouldn't even know vegetables are there. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
my god, but, curry's amazing. But no, parents either crack open a can or nuke some vegetables for five minutes in chef microwave and feed it to the kids and then say, you have to eat this before you go to bed. Yeah. The nerve. And I think this is why people grow up hating vegetables because yeah. they had it the wrong way for a lot of their life. Yeah. So it's disgusting. Just be a little less lazy in the kitchen, and your kids might like vegetables. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we all. Maybe Americans wouldn't be so fat. Oh my God. Okay, we was, just solved obesity. Really we just solved obesity. <laughs> that was really mean. Okay, so my next one is a little like hot. Okay. Hot. That's hot. No, it's like it might offend some people. Okay, cool. so being LGBT. Oh my gosh, I can't even say it. Okay, being LGBTQ is not a personality. Mm. What do you mean? So it's one thing to be prideful, and that's great until it gets in the way of actually having a good personality. Okay. Like so. you can be, you know, gay, whatever. If that is your whole life is just being gay and that's it, like there's nothing interesting or fun about you when it comes to like your personality, like, like, then who are you? Okay. Did did you did you see no, what I'm talking about? Yeah, like so if I have like a five minute conversation with somebody and all I get away from that is that they're gay, yeah, then they need to step it up. Like, what else is going on Yeah, in like, life? what is your... Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Being gay what is... What do you want? It's not an life? accomplishment. It's not, no, like... No, it's not. Yes, it's a journey, and we all go through it, defining who we are. But if that is just... Your whole life is just, oh... It's not, like, a job promotion or <laughs> no, anything. No, it's, it's not. Just, it's, it's, just, not a, it, it's not a personality. It's not. You just happen to, like, dick or vagina. Yeah. Or it. both. Whatever. Or, yeah. Like, I mean, it's just... But if that's your whole life, then, like, who are you? I Okay. I feel what you're saying. Okay. All right. Let's move on. I am picking up what you're dropping. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are we on four? Yes. Four. Okay. Four. Here we go. Four. Here we are. Okay. Today's rap music isn't rap music. Nope. It's not. I feel like we're agreeing with everyone, each other's well, like, unpopular opinions. I don't know. Well, we know each other for a very long time. I feel like, yeah, we're under, like I guess. we kind of not like the same things. Yeah, that's what makes us compatible. Yes. Yeah. Um, so today's rap music isn't rap music. This is what I'll say. I'm not trying to be that old man with a hose on the front lawn saying, get your, get your kids off my lawn. That, that ain't music. I'm not trying to be that guy. If you like today's rap music... That's your taste. That's your preference. I don't even wish for it to go away. But it's so different today from what it was that it's it's hard to call it rap. Like, before you used your words as a drum, as an instrument to accompany the beat and make words rhyme. And today it's more melodic and harmonic with, like, auto-tune. And they make sounds rhyme instead of words. Where it's like... And... <laughs> like here's an example I have of like different styles of rap. So you know, Tribe Called Quest, N.W.A., Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, they're all classics. Yeah, they are all vastly different styles. Yeah. But you can at least sit down, and listen to it, and say, okay, this is rap music. Today, yeah. you sit down, you listen to it, you're like, well, what is this? And again, I, I'm not trying to say it shouldn't be a thing. I just think it should be a different called something else yeah i definitely feel like rap is an art and it definitely was taken more seriously back then but nowadays people will just feel like oh we can make rap out of anything like even pop stars rap sometimes yeah. in their music and i feel like people think that oh if they can do it then i could do this you know yeah that, that's the thing with rap too is yeah no it's te technically learning an instrument playing an instrument is harder but rapping is still an art just like you know Taking a picture is easier than painting a picture, but both are still arts in their own right. Yeah. And today, it's to me, it just seems like such a lack of an art. Where it's, it's they sing a lot of the time, and it's not even good. We're not having any Frank Sinatra's coming out. No. They, it's mumbled, auto-tune, over-trap beats. Again, <laughs> if you're into that, I'm not trying to diss you. That's your thing. I just think it should be a whole other genre. I do. I think, that, I think so, too. All right. Cool. All right. So, we're on number five. Number five. So, Mambo number five. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Hemp culture. Hemp culture. 
You have, so a, lot like, cult- you have a lot of culture stuff. I know, I know. I, I, I don't like people <laughs> in their culture. Right. I'm, I'm just kidding. People suck. I know. Unpopular opinion. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, hemp culture. People that are like, I need to smoke weed to like, and to feel something, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I just need to smoke it all the time. I have like, friends like that. People that are like that. Yeah, I hate that. Like, people that just feel like that they need it to survive. Their whole life is just revolved around smoking weed and that's it. Like, if they don't smoke weed, they're having the worst time of their life. And this sucks when, like, they're only, like, they're only interesting when they're high. It's like, really? Yeah, like, I I hate whenever I go to someone's house and we can't just hang out. No, we can't. There has to be weed somewhere. There has to be weed. Someone has to get high. We all have to laugh and, like, eat Oreos. Like, really? Like, that's fun and, like, and I'll get down. I'll smoke weed, but... Yeah, but if it's... Every single time I see you, it's like, is this, is this all we're going to do? I feel like you're just probably not that interesting of a person. No. You need that to have a good time. If you need alcohol and you need weed to be entertaining, then you're not an entertaining person. Yeah. That, but yeah, like, I'll do it. But I see what you're saying. It's just like, and also people that like, like Spencer's, like that store with all of the hemp culture stuff is just so cringy. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. We're on five? <laughs> yes, okay. five. Number five. Your children are not my obligation in public. <clears throat> this drives me fucking crazy. <clears throat> um, I think you're calling somebody out. A lot of people. True. <laughs> uh, so, uh, this is what I mean. You're out in public and you let a fuck fly, you let a bitch fly, yeah. you say you something, swear in public. you say something off color, or yeah. sexual or whatever, and then a fucking mom or or it's mostly moms, maybe it's dads too, I don't know, but they come over and say, "Hey, I have children here. You can't say that." Excuse me, bitch. It's not my fault that you had children and you told and you chose to bring them out into the public. Yeah, like you don't have the right to censor me just because you forgot to pull out. Like that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and also like swearing is gonna be in the world. Yeah, you can't. It's gonna, you can't get rid of it. Do you it's really think you're protecting your kid from every single swear word that's out there in the world no. by policing every single person you come in contact with or you happen to hear it? And sheltering, and sheltering your kids like that to try to protect them from everything is going to have them grow up and experience things a lot harder and more stressful. Yeah, there's, there's just no possible way to censor every single person no. at any given time. Like, what happens when your kids are at school? Yeah, like, what are you going to do? They cuss all the fucking time. Mommy, Billy said the S word. Yeah, are you going to go to school and... <gasps> oh my god. Yeah, just, like, teach your kids. You're going to hear these words but you shouldn't use them. They may still use them, but there's literally no possible way for you. You censoring other people is not going to stop them from hearing it. Exactly. So just stop. Just stop. Yeah. Stop. I'm going to say fuck. I'm going to say bitch. I'm going to... And if you don't like it, then you know what? You have to... At least you'll have and, a fun conversation. Yeah. Bear in mind, I'm saying public places. If yeah. I go to your house and I do that and you have rules, then I may just not come over, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah. But I get that. I respect that. That's fine. I'm saying out in public. I'm going to be really honest right <laughs> here. Do you remember when we were at our friend's wedding and then he was like, oh, make sure you don't swear in front of the children because it makes them, the parents really upset. It's like, you know what? That's not my uh, fault. I flew however funny, many yeah, fucking miles I spent so much money to go to your wedding. I'm going to be swearing in front, of your, in front of the children. Sorry. I don't care. I'm going to start my toast with Hello, fucking children. <laughs> like, <laughs> how the fuck are you? <laughs> no, but, uh, oh but yeah, my God. like, I, I, I won't lie. If I see kids, there may be a little voice in my head like, okay, maybe I shouldn't ramp it up like I usually do. But <laughs> I'm saying if you go out of your way to tell me not to do that, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Honestly. Shut the, shut fuck, the fuck up. up. All right. Okay. Five. Number six. Number six. All right. It's kind of getting into a, a this is going to be a long one, okay? Mm. And I am sorry to all, the, to all of the basic bitches out there because it's going to offend you. Kylie Jenner isn't all that. Kylie Jenner is overrated. 
She is incredibly overrated. Imagine if she didn't have the following that she did, but she was still doing the same things. Would she be as interesting then? If she didn't have the big audience that she has now? I don't know much about I don't. Okay, so here's the thing. People that become Kylie Jenner trash, people that, like, they love Kylie, that they're like, oh my god, I want to be Kylie. I want to, like, all this stuff. People that look up to Kylie, they look at her like she invented being pretty on Instagram. Mm. When, like, hey, guess what, Kylie? Filters did that. Yeah, filters did that. Also, Juvederm (laughs) did that as well. And I feel like people that just really just suck the fart out of her ass just because she's Kylie Jenner is just... Mm. It's really stupid. I feel like she was just born in this family of women who got rich from certain people in their yeah. lives. Divorcing husbands. Yeah. And, and also like just winning do people, settlements. Do people even know like who their dad was? I feel like, do they, I feel like they forget who their dad was. I feel like they don't even know. No, they don't know he's a lawyer or OJ. Yeah, no, they don't. They're just like, I oh, know, they're the Kardashians. Like they just, you know, they're just like famous for being famous. Like, no. Their dad was part of one of the biggest cases in the world Mm. yeah that's my like i don't know much about them like i said but well like not that interesting their wealth this whole like you know if they're successful business people i respect that that's fine but their wealth didn't accumulate from their own hard work no it was given to them by divorces and settlements and exactly so it's not like they're these self-made millionaires they only became like they I feel like that whole like self-made thing when it comes to them is not really fair because they had so they were just like Kim Kardashian she was just some girl who was friends with Paris Hilton and then once like she got money from like her divorces and then that video that came out everywhere like she then used the opportunity to be like, oh, and have all this fandom. How about I just use that as an opportunity to promote my makeup and my, like, favorite outfits? And then she becomes this, like, influencer because all these people know her from mm-hmm. all these things that she did. And yeah. that's when people say, like, well, is she, like, self-made? No. No. Yeah, I'm not knocking it. It's just, it's not self-made. That's it's not. Small. It isn't. Right. I don't, I don't like Kylie Jenner. I'm sorry. Well, you wouldn't believe this. Another great segue into mine. <laughs> this is weird as fuck. Did you, like, look at mine and then... No? I mean, <laughs> we do think alike, so it's very well. No, but, weird. like, they're coincidentally in order or something. Okay. Okay. Number six. So, drum roll. Oh, my God. Uh, Caitlin... Huh? I'm, like, really curious now. Okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner is not a hero. Oh. I said it. Oh, I said it. Yeah. And all right. So I'll start off. If she's... Oh my gosh. If she's a hero to you, then I'm not going to knock that. If she gave you inspiration and encouragement to do something with your life and help with your transition and identity, then all right, great. I'm not... But I'm saying just from my perspective of what she puts out there, she's so... She supports political candidates that are against LGBT issues. You know, I see what you're talking about. Actively. I do see what you're talking about. She reminds me of Uncle Ruckus from Boondocks. Oh, she's like She's, like, against her own kind. (laughs) But. Oh, that's a really perfect But not self-aware enough to realize it because she's so rich that the issues that these political candidates try to put forward that hinder LGBTQ... Um, progress doesn't affect her because she's no. so rich. It, it doesn't. It doesn't bother her. She's only worried about the tax cuts so she can get more money, and she doesn't think about anything else. And she's, you know, she's been on Ellen DeGeneres and was like, "I'm not sure about gay marriage." <laughs> like, really? You're not sure about gay marriage? And you're talking to Ellen, the, and like, the most you're lesbian, and you transitioned, and you're yeah, so. Uh, I, I, I chalk it up to just being dumb. 
That's really all I chalk it up to. But this whole idea that woman of the year and so oh, courageous and like so that. God, people did not like when it's... she won woman of the year. And even people who like are trans, they like protested against Kylie. Um, sorry, they protested. They protested against um Caitlyn Jenner, saying like she's not my hero, and that she does not and, like. Yeah, and I feel like this. this is probably a one of those unpopular opinions where I feel like fifty percent of the world loves her yeah. and then fifty percent of the world hates her. But yeah, I we have so many more better examples of a leader for LGBTQ community yeah. than Caitlyn Jenner. I exactly. feel like just just be disregarded, disqualified to speak on anything. Oh That's God. that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So number seven liking twilight hmm. oh wow our first disagreement i love it okay so you okay, like okay. Hang, you, on, hang on hang on hang on you hang like on. twilight hang on. yes no, well i already knew that I'm yes just trying to i i love twilight i'm sorry i'm probably the i know there's some people that still love it there's some people that hate it obviously but i really love the saga the franchise i love Everything about it, I wouldn't change anything about it. I... Do, you, do you also love Stalin and communism? Oh my god, that is... Because okay. that's... Here's the thing. That's up there with how the bad it is. The reason why people hate it so much is because it's really popular to hate a lot of things that 14-year-old, like, girls would like. Think about it. How many of... How many people hate One Direction? I hate One Direction. Mm-hmm. And I why do people too. hate One Direction? Because it's like, you know, that boy group that all girls like, oh my god, One Direction! To think about it. That's the same thing with Twilight. People don't like it because it has that same, like, oh my god, Twilight! But I would kind of argue what it takes to entertain a 14-year-old girl is tends to be very cheap and very... Wow. You're going, man. <laughs> sure. No. No, I'm no. sure there I'm sure there's fourteen year old girls out there that's smarter than uh-huh. me and have more intellectual yes. tastes and yeah. hate whatever, but <laughs> the state of the music, no. the movies, it's oh very God, no. it's very surface okay. level, it's face value. I'm and I'm not trying to say Twilight has to be Casablanca or anything like that, but but it, it's like this. A lot of people say that I don't. I don't like Twilight because it's so awkward and weird. But you know, everyone who is a teenager is awkward and weird. Everyone, of course, we all look at these like classic masterpiece teen movies by John Hughes and be like, "Oh my God, I love this. Like, I relate with this, and that's great." But that's like a different. That that's like what you want your teen years to be like. That's what you want. Well, that's what you aspire them to be. But Twilight is just well, really real when it comes to awkward humor and, like, awkward pauses well, and all that stuff. To me, Twilight is awkward and weird because it's bad acting. No. Bella, you're coming with me. Okay, mm. I don't like Taylor Lautner. That's another <laughs> thing. But I just kind of... I love the story. I love how... It's so close to home. It's just, I don't know. I really like it. And when I first watched it, I was hooked. I like, the fangs of Twilight fed on me, and I just, I gave into wow. it. Well, okay, communist. Cool. Well, you know what? Okay, no, I'm not a communist. I mean, okay. you just said you like Twilight, so. No, okay. Next one will make me a communist. Just wait. Oh, damn. Okay. Okay. You can go. Seven. Number seven. Let me get my place here. Holy oh shit. Gosh. Um, yeah. Unpopular opinion, Joe has his life together. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. No. Number seven, prostitution should be legal. You know, I've, we've have had this conversation. Yes. And, you know, at first I was like, I don't know, but you know what? It's, you know what? I'm kind of all for it now. Okay. Yeah. Like, so, it makes no sense. Two strangers can walk up to each other and say, hey, let's fuck. And they find a place to fuck in a hotel. Yeah, and that's totally like Apartment. Totally they just fine. met. Yeah. And there's no crime in that. No. None whatsoever. None. But if two strangers meet for sex and either one of them exchanges a penny 
to the other person it's for the services of sex. <laughs> well, first, if you think you're worth a penny, then maybe you should find a different uh, field. But <laughs> then that's illegal. You can be arrested for that. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's a very and like, complicated You know, like just thing. like uh, weed and the drug war, how the cartels and how it funds the black market and making weed illegal keeps that going. Yeah. But when you make it legal and you mandate it and you regulate it, we're working on that across the states. It cuts down on, on crime on the black market and it makes it safe and legal. Yeah. I feel like the same thing could be accomplished with sex because there's a lot of there's a lot of people who could just want to be sex workers and there's nothing wrong with that. So I have a question. So you know how like back in like the really old times, like the 1800s, when it was like saloons and then it was like what they called a saloon girl? Yeah. How like she would like sleep with the men who came in and like get paid? Mm-hmm. Like, was that, like, known, well-known back then? And was that okay? Or is that, like, a secretive thing? Um, you know, that's a good question. I don't know the history to that. Uh, what I want to say is that maybe it was illegal, but it was one of those things that, like, how exactly do you regulate that? And, you know, back then, you had a lot less communication back and forth. So what goes on in this one town kind of stays in this one town until <laughs> someone sends a, t- a telegram. And how many people are sending telegrams? Hey, there's bitches fucking for money in this town. Yeah. But that's me talking out my ass because I don't know much of the history <laughs> <laughs> of that. Yeah, but that's a good question. I don't know. I do not. I mean, I think in Vegas or whatever, they have legal brothels. Like escorts? Yeah, escorts or whatever. But yeah, I feel like... Consenting adults, paying for a service. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Yeah. I feel like people should do it. Like, if they choose to do it, it's yeah. totally, totally their and choice. It would cut... I would only suspect it would cut down on human trafficking and pimps and... Um, yeah. The, all the bad shit that goes along with illegal prostitution. Yeah. And also, I feel like, of course, when you perform those activities, of course, they don't... We don't want you to be, like, diseased or anything. No, that's why you that's why you regulate it. You have them go through tests and screening. And, yeah. You um, know, that's very interesting. It's kind of like how, like, I wonder if, like, um, stripping at one point was, like, illegal. And then they, like, made it, like, okay. I'm sure it was. I mean, there's a lot of things. Like, gambling used to be illegal. Like, and uh, now it's, like, okay in, like, Vegas. Like, um, I think pinball machines used to be illegal because it's considered gambling for children. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, that. I could only imagine stripping. But back then, stripping was, like, showing your ankle or your shoulders. So, yeah. yeah, and that's why, like, in some parts of, like, the world, like, that's still considered, like, no, you don't show. Oh, she showed her ankle. What a slut. Yeah. And that's just, you know, a whole other topic. But let's yeah. just move right on. All okay. right. But I do agree with you. Okay. Okay, this is one that's going to make me a communist. So, Starbucks sucks. Oh, commie. I think you you can agree with me on this. Actually, I'm going to be a commie with you. uh, Yeah. It's just bad. And here's the thing. I like the food. I don't like the coffee. So here's the thing. The company does incredible things for their employees. Incredible things. I just wish they did the same to their coffee. They don't do incredible things to their coffee. No. It's like, it has a very specific taste. Like, if you were to give me coffee is lined up and it, they didn't have any, any labels on it, I can tell you which one is a Starbucks coffee. It just is very Yeah, it specific. gives you that face like, oh, God. It tastes of like a watery, burnt coffee bean, like, taste, flavor. Like, that's what it tastes like. And it's funny because they're the most popular coffee place in the world. Yeah. And they just taste like this. And you know what? I've had good ones. I've had bad ones. But it hasn't blown me away. It's not like the best coffee in the world. Like at our local coffee place. Like I love that coffee place. It's not mm. Starbucks, but I love that coffee place. It's great. And even like this. I don't know if I'm alone in this. Starbucks's that are located at like grocery stores, Targets, um, anywhere, any grocery store, they like suck more than a regular Starbucks coffee place. So it's just very, very interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, I doubt they get the same level of training as like main locations. Probably not, or... but it's just, it's gross. I don't know what it is. It just, 
Of course, if I have no other options, I'll have it and I'll deal with it. But all the time, like, I, I don't mm. like it. I read, um, I forget his name, but he was the CEO of Starbucks. I read his book and he said they did a whole worldwide quality control because they found that the employees were taking shortcuts to get coffee out there. And uh, he was trying to kind of kind yeah. of lock down on that and make sure that wasn't going on. But then he stepped down as CEO and then it just kept going like it was before. Yeah. So like roasting coffee beans... Like, they would just incinerate it because it was faster rather than Mm -hmm. letting them slowly roast. Exactly. And the pouring techniques to make frappuccinos and stuff, they weren't steaming the milk right or pouring it correctly. So maybe that's still going on. I don't know. I don't know. But I will say this, like, just so I can, like, you know, be kind of like, like a devil's advocate for it. But so... Starbucks coffee flavor is gross, but they have only, like, one drink that I'm, like, I'm kind of okay with. That can kind of, like, get away with. And it is, like, their... I hate saying it because it's so basic, but it's, like, the pumpkin spice latte. I mm. think the reason why I think that's, like, okay is because I can't taste their coffee. I only taste the pumpkin spice. And that's why it's okay. That's why, like, I would be like, oh, you know, like, that's fine. But to the regular coffee, I don't like it. It's gross. And I I would still go to my local coffee place. I feel you. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Eight? Eight. Okay. Number eight. All right. So I'm going to say this. It's not going to sound like it makes sense at first, but I have to explain it once I say it. Okay. Number eight. We shouldn't call homophobic people homophobes or bigots i know really? this sounds weird that let me explain weird. all right so when it comes to getting people to the understanding of lgbtq issues i feel like this whole internet dichotomy of just hurling insults back and forth you know you're a homophobe you're this you're that i feel like that goes in one ear and out the other and when someone calls you names, do you sit there and think, oh, I never thought of that before? No. You take that as just an insult. And again, like, yeah, yeah. there are shitty people out there who uh, are against LGBTQ issues. They vote against them. So they call them active against them. Well, I don't, I just, I don't think it's productive. And I feel like if we really want to get the world to a better understanding of the issues, there needs to be more discussions that are open rather than closed and i feel like we open these discussions that are automatically closed because we feel like we need to call them this and call them that in order to drive our point home but again it goes in one ear and out the other and i've experienced my own lifetime people who like my mom who was against um gay people Mm -hmm. i don't even want to say gay people just being gay in general okay which i guess gay people whatever but and we see the what happened with her now she's a thousand percent for it yeah and i had regular discussions with her about it where and she's too stubborn to admit when she's wrong but eventually she came to the point where now she's all for it and i feel like if you have a good heart and you were just misunderstood about it then eventually you come around but i feel like it's harder to get them to come around when we call them homophobes and bigots and just constantly name calling and ad hominem insults at them okay but what if like um like to give you an example like if i was running if i was walking like there was there there were times where i was walking home from school and then people would walk like walk by or drive by and be like hey faggot like so they're not homophobes Mm -hmm. well no i'm not saying that they're not homophobes i'm saying so i think that's a little different if you are willing to cross the line of Instead of, you know, discussions and being on the internet, if you're willing to cross the line where you assault somebody or you hurl insults at them, I feel like you're crossing a whole other line that should have more strict repercussions. But as far as just having a discussion without any of that involved, if if they are willing to sit down and have that discussion, I feel like it should be more open and i'm not saying we ought to hold hands and sing kumbaya and say oh you're against gay people that's fine i'm not saying that you can stand your ground you can do all that but as far as ad hominem insults and saying you're this and you're that i just feel like it it doesn't do us any good 
Okay. I, I see your point. Mm. Yeah, okay. So, number nine. Are you ready for this? Oh, Men... boy. I thought I was ready before, but then you threw the twilight <laughs> at me, so I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> okay. Men don't have to put the seat down for women. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. They do not. So, why should men have to look and put the seat up when women could look and put the seat down? Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Th- like, I'm genuinely curious. Why is it like that? How come some women feel like that they have, like, that's like, oh, no, make sure you put the seat down. Because there's a woman in the house. Why? Why is that? Why can't the woman just look and put the seat down for herself? You know. Mm-hmm. Why? I totally, I I totally agree. You know, I I don't think a man has to do that duty for a woman because you know what? As a gay man, I don't feel like that's my job. Yeah. Like why? Why can't you just put well, the seat like, on yourself? Here's the thing too. I feel like. For even just pure hygienic purposes, it is better to put the lid down because it sprays and stuff like that. So I think in general, we could follow that. But what gets me is when women say, oh, I fell in the toilet. Well, how fucking dumb are you? What? You haven't heard? Like, I've had my little sister fall in the toilet because someone forgot to put the lid down. She didn't look before she She did she not sat look down. before she sat down. Oh, and my God. I love her, but bitch, look where the fuck you're sitting. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's weird. So do you think like some women just don't look when they sit down? And they they have to not in? look. Really? You, okay, it's either one of two things. They didn't look, they sat down, and then they, they're fucking ass deep in a toilet bowl. That's or, weird. And it, it was just an accident. Or they see it, and then they do it, and then they want to call out whoever, and you're gonna say that's crazy, but I've known crazy women like that. That is so okay. I don't know. Really Maybe dumb. I'm off base, but no, that's real. Like that. I'm sorry to your sister, but that's really dumb of her. Not I to feel you. And again, like closing a lid could be a practice that we all share, but if it's because you're falling in the toilet. Maybe look before you I sit down. I think at that point, Darwinism is just catching up to you. What if there was, like, I don't know, thumbtacks on the toilet seat? Yeah, what if there's look? some nasty shit in the toilet? Yeah. What if there's a spider? What if any of these yeah. things? You know, there was a friend that I had in high school, and she didn't look before she sat in the toilet, and someone put a prank and put mustard packets all over the toilet seat, and when she sat down, they all popped on her ass. Mm. And she said she got mustard in places that she didn't know she could get mustard in. Ooh. Yeah, and it's so, yeah. like, maybe you should look when... Yeah, and what if there. someone puts mustard packets on the toilet? Yeah, Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm sure God. that happens all the time. Okay, but, you know, men don't have to put the seat down for, for a woman. I think a woman can... Yeah. We have themselves. to look when we do our business. Yeah. So, so should they. Yeah. Hey, you want equal rights. It's how you treat it. Just fucking look. Oh my God. All right, I feel you. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. So, number nine? Yes. All right, number nine. Okay. Being overweight isn't a quality example of being yourself. Wow. Mm-hmm. TLC is canceled. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, so, a little background. I've struggled with weight issues, as you know, for yes. a lot of my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I'm any less of a person because I'm not as thin as I would like to be or that I gain weight and lose weight all the time. Um, But never once have I ever said, this is okay. Like looking down and seeing what I see and saying, oh no, this is fine. Or seeing the BMI or the weight. Like, no, it's something I have to work on. Yeah. And if you're happy and content with your size and your weight, that's fine. What I'm talking about is... This whole uh, culture of, you know, plus size men and women going out there on billboards and on posters and ads and eating cheeseburgers, things like that, and saying, just be yourself. Just be happy with yourself. I'm sorry, but in this country with the obesity epidemic that's going on, where most of the surgeries that we have to do to people is preventative, yeah. like if they lived a healthier lifestyle, they, that wouldn't have to happen to them. That is very negative to put out in the culture. Yeah. I like positivity and self-identity, being happy with yourself. I think that is something that 
we could share. And I think that is very valuable. And again, if you're happy with yourself, then be happy with yourself. I'm just saying like putting it out there as, no, this is okay. No, I'm sorry. There's a certain size. If you're, you know, if you're three to 400 pounds, that isn't just you have like, oh, my thyroid is out of whack. No, these were self-destructive habits that you did over time that got you to that point. Yeah. And again, I just think that it just goes too far in today's culture. You know, being overweight is due to unhealthy life choices Mm -hmm. and we shouldn't celebrate the outcome of unhealthy choices by wrapping up under the label of being yourself. I know what you mean. Yeah. And I it, and I definitely heard like people say like like you know the supermodel um Tess Holiday. Yeah. Like, this famous like plus size supermodel. I've seen like um people not liking her because she's um people not liking her because of what she stands for is like, you know, oh like being this like, oh, I don't care what I what I eat, I don't care what I look like, I'm gonna be myself and then there's been like plus size women say like I don't like how she's out there saying that this is okay when I know that if I was that as big as she was, I wouldn't be okay. I yeah. wouldn't be healthy. And here's the thing too. Whenever morbidly obese people say that, oh, I'm okay, I'm happy, I'm healthy, they're almost always young adults. I'm going to say always young adults. Yeah. Try being that size in 20 years. 10, 15. Yeah, See people, where you are. Yeah, like people... like like elderly people they even like even at like a normal weight they have trouble getting up by themselves yeah and more being morbidly obese you don't make it to elderly sorry you know and again this is coming from somebody who struggles with weight issues yeah i'm not saying it doesn't make you any less of a person you should value yourself and everything you shouldn't be discriminated against no that's all bad but just like you know if somebody was smoking and going on a billboard and saying this is fine I feel like it would be a resounding no, that that's not fine. It's your choice. It's your freedom to do so. But we shouldn't promote it as being yourself, being happy and healthy doing this. It's funny that you say that because I have seen like cigarette ads being like, look cool, like look stylish, look sexy, look mysterious. And it's like... Mm -hmm. That's not cool. And that, that, that's why cigarette cartons have, say, may cause cancer on the package. Yeah. And don't get, I think diet culture, too, can get way out of whack and saying you have to be have washboard abs. You have to no, be a stick. No, I don't think Like, I think that's that unhealthy, way. too. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. but Be in a happy medium yeah, between both worlds. Or just find out what's healthy for you. Yeah. And if you value that, then work for it. Or don't. <laughs> like, the, but again, that's your choice, and I, but I don't think you should put it out there. Like, just be that. Yeah. No, there's a certain point where that's not okay. I feel yeah. I feel yeah. Okay, last one, number ten. Just because you have a lot of clothes doesn't mean you're fashionable. Ooh. Ooh. Bam. Ooh. <laughs> If your idea of being fashionable is having a lot of clothes, it's just, I don't know what world you live in, but that's not fashionable. And also, like, being that, like, oh, I'm going to mix edgy with girly. That's not being fashionable. That's being safe. Everyone does that. That's, like, not, that's, like, not, like, um, that's not, like, uncommon. People that say, like, oh, look at me, I'm fashionable. Like, I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Like, that. no, no. That's not being fashionable. That's being just, that's just, that's not, it's not it, fam. I don't see what you're being mm-hmm. fashionable about. I think, like, fashion comes through personality and comes through, like, what you want to present to the world. Like, your silent um, presentation of who you are. That is what fashion is. It's a statement. It's an art. Right. But... People that say like, oh, look at all my clothes. I'm so fashionable. No, that's not being fashionable. So you're saying is people are valuing quantity over quality. Yes. They say like, oh, I'm so fashionable because I have a lot of clothes. No. If you had a million t-shirts and they were all just white t-shirts, would you still be considered fashionable? 
That's a lot of people would say so. That's Kanye West line. Exactly. <laughs> like his, I know there's like, there is an art to the perfect basic. There's an art to the perfect skinny jeans, mom jeans, whatever the case is. But if it is just, if you all, if, if that is just, if your whole wardrobe is wearing a white t-shirt and a pair of mom jeans and that's it and you're considering yourself fashionable not being fashionable mm. it's being pretty basic and pretty safe fashionable stepping outside of the box and being who you are not being for what stores are selling to you so what if you constantly wear things that you should just wear to bed but you wear it in the daytime and play video games i'm asking for a friend that you know i feel like fashion whether it's like you know comfort fashion or um whether it's um you know if you want to be loungy and fun that's fine but don't consider yourself like oh look at me i'm so fashionable okay okay i'll tell my friend that exactly please do please do and tell yourself that as well okay last one for you joey well jokes on me i don't even have a friend so same here. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Ten? Last one? Yes. Last one. Ten. Ten. Whoa. I don't think I have a ten. Really? You didn't even oh. make sure that you have ten of popular opinions? Hold, hold on. Let's see. Where? Wow. I thought I did. Wow. Oh, fuck. Okay. I thought... I deleted one to replace it with another, and I think I forgot to add the tenth. Well, on popular opinion, Joe has does not have his life together. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you want to just call well, sorry about that. I'll <laughs> include it for another segment. Wow, oh, Joey. Oh God, wow. help me. Okay. Um, okay. Well. Well, that I guess that concludes today's episode of Unpopular Opinions with the Venti Ice Queers. Uh, so. Wow, Joey. Yeah. Um. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. And we have a whole other month for you guys to listen to more. Oh, yeah. So make sure to stay home, stay healthy, wash your fucking hands. Wear your mask. And have a good night or day, whatever it is. Honestly, just at this have point, a good one. all the days are, are the same. I know. They all just blend <laughs> together. Okay. Alrighty. All right. Bye. Bye.